0: from blood hype and we're listening to radio one chicago All uh-huh. right.
1: Hey everyone, you're listening to Alex here on Radio 1 Chicago. With me in the green room is Maureen Neer, joining us today talking about her uh, latest album release. Hi From Las Vegas. Welcome.
0: Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
1: So that song that we just heard, Friendly Wash, um, it's off the the latest album, as we mentioned, um, which we'll dive in a little bit later. But um, yeah, just... uh, Tell us who you are and uh, quick intro. Uh,
0: I'm Maureen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I live in Chicago currently. I'm originally from Ohio. Um, I've been yeah. playing music forever, more or less. Uh, my mom is a music teacher, so oh, cool. it's you know mm-hmm. a lot of it's a family of musicians. Um, yeah, so this is Blood Hype's just been my. My late night project, my way of processing emotions and putting them into an audible format. Mm-hmm. So this is the this is the latest one. It's a, it's a really nice collaboration between myself, uh, Chris Lee, and Colin Mulhern.
1: Nice. Uh, so when did you come to uh, Chicago? Uh,
0: just just had the five-year anniversary. Oh, nice.
1: Well, I think that yeah. established people. Like, I think once you hit the five-year mark in Chicago, you're officially a right? Yeah, like the I Chicago feel like one, right? this is okay. my home yeah yeah (laughs) was it kind of like an easy transition coming from ohio to to chicago
0: i moved with friends so yeah yeah, like Mm -hmm. i mean it definitely there was a a learning curve but i feel like i hit my stride pretty fast luckily like finding my way in the diy community and having that (laughs) outlet um really helped me meet a lot of people really quickly yeah
1: yeah and then um like was there is that what kind of like attracted you to the to the city? Um kind of like that DIY scene?
0: Definitely the music culture. I mean, this is like a hub of everything, um, whether it be music, food, art, um all the good stuff's happening here and there's it's a huge playing field, so I mm-hmm. wanted to challenge myself a little. Get out of get out of the small pond. <laughs> yeah, that
1: is Ohio. <laughs> I like Ohio it's a beautiful I it, yeah, pond. I
0: was like, mm-hmm. Was a small.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I've I visited my share of Ohio a few times throughout the year. I like it. It's a nice, like, it's a nice city. It's a nice state. I like it. <laughs> city. Yeah, <laughs> it's a nice little city. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. So, did you grow up uh, playing any instruments specifically, or was it kind um, of just like a yeah? Range?
0: I was mostly classically trained on piano, um, and then you know in band I first did french horn and then i switched to trombone and then nobody was playing the bassoon so i taught myself bassoon and <laughs> flute i just like you know i would just have these like instruments around and i was like well pick them up give them a shot
1: and so. was all that through like school or because like your mom was a music uh,
0: teacher i mean obviously like we didn't just have bassoons laying around the house <laughs> but yeah. um yeah definitely encouraged by my mom you know in choirs and that was like a bit, you know, like how some parents I think are with like their kids joining sports teams. Yeah. My I think my mom was like that with music stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, bought my first guitar when I was 12. Did that for a long time and now I've kind of moved on to the electronic world. Mm-hmm. I like playing with those toys. So.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's definitely like a lot of like space and like freedom to kind of experiment and, you know, like make it sound the way you want it to with with that and that you not necessarily can do all the time with a guitar because it's just so
0: there's only so many pedals yeah especially you know like if you're in a rock and roll band like you're in a rock and roll band and Mm -hmm. i kind of feel like i i had a lot of fun being in rock and roll bands but i it wasn't as interesting to me you know it's like not new like that format has been achieved and perfected by a lot more talented musicians than myself so exploring other ways to make music um has has that's what drew me to since and you know just messing around in programs Mm -hmm.
1: and was there like what kind of genres i guess would you say that you kind of like went through and kind of explored
0: um i would say probably what happened here was like listening to a lot of like west african music and or just like caribbean cuban influences like where the beats are a little more interesting it's not in 4-4 necessarily and if it is in 4-4 there's a lot of like triplets and like you know like polyrhythmic stuff mm-hmm. going i think that like really tickles my eardrums <laughs> yeah um it's just yeah. a little
1: bit different like it adds more to it it's yeah like, so it's that, kind of then, like
0: textures anything that's like really texturally like you know like kraut rock is sweet and like 80s house music the chicago house music scene is really awesome Mm -hmm. um and has been for decades now so yeah um and then
1: so kind of like meeting uh i know you said chris and colin for uh like this latest endeavor was it kind of like you guys had like a sound in mind that you wanted to make the album or did you guys come from i'm assuming like different types of like musical backgrounds
0: um. Yes and no. We all we all were good friends and like known each other for a long time. Chris and I, especially, we moved from Athens, Ohio, to Chicago together. So we like we've worked together for a long time. So we like get each other's styles mm-hmm. and have similar interests. And then Colin, who's like a great producer and does post production audio work, actually like he's uh I think he's got more of like a house funk r&b background he's a bassist so he likes okay. yeah you know uh those genres mm-hmm. um but i think like yeah i think we definitely have common shared interests and that's why it felt natural to work together
1: mm-hmm. yeah so um tell us a little bit more about the album it just came out right yeah. a couple weeks ago or yeah you? yeah we're we're, we're at like mid-july now so i guess oh three weeks yeah, ago right <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so tell us like how um, kind of like the, you know, conception of it kind of started and then, um, sh- you know, working through um, like the process of getting it out. I mean, you, you were kind enough to bring us a, a physical copy. So um, I always love it when guests bring in toys. I'm keeping this one, Gabe. So <laughs> she only brought one. So yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about like how how long you've been working on um make
0: it um hi hi from las vegas sort of like we didn't plan on it but it started i guess almost probably over a year ago now it stemmed from the fact that people were like hey i want you to play live shows and i was like that's not really what blood hype is it's you know like i don't really have a way to do it so i corralled chris and colin to like start playing live shows with me and from then we started you know just messing around and some of the jams we were just improvising on like we realized oh these are like really good so um yeah then we just we would set up and just record you know our whole band practice and there were a couple gems that came from a few of those sessions and those ended up on there so the like the spacier ones like chupa rosa Mm -hmm. um those are just like improvised um, jams, And then some other ones were like me and Colin getting together at his studio or Chris sending me stuff over from his studio or me just working on stuff independently at mine and sending it to them. So it's like pen pals, like musical pen yeah. pals.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, like, tell us a little bit more about how that process is. That I mean, we were talking a little bit during the break how that was kind of like a very... Uh, like, that's a very collaborative way to do it. And yeah. aside from just kind of, like, getting together, um, like, in one room and, you know, beating it out. It's, yeah. like, pen pals. Like, that's that's cool. I feel like I've never really heard of, like, someone yeah, doing that. Yeah, I mean, I, I,
0: it's always been really appealing to me to, like, just have people send tracks over to me and I'll put on, like, vocals or some synths. Like, mm-hmm. um, and so it just kind of makes, it made sense to me for us to work this way, even though we all live in the same city yeah. or even live together, like, we're busy, you know, we all have, like, our own schedules, so sometimes the easiest thing to do is just to send the stems over to the other person, and then we each, like, throw it in Ableton or, you know, Logic and just on our own time mess around with it, and I think that way it's, like, there's less pressure, especially, like, not that I've ever gone, like, paid for a recording studio, but, like, when you're on that time limit Mm -hmm. and you feel obligated to produce something very quickly, I think... Maybe you're not getting the best that could come out of it. Some people work really well in that environment. I don't think I'm one of those people.
1: So, <laughs> yeah. Like, un- under that pressure, in a sense? Yeah. Of like, yeah. you're like, oh, I need to get out an album or something. Yeah, we have to
0: record five songs in these three hours, and they have to be how we want it. Like, that is rough. Mm-hmm. So, this way, we all sort of work down on our own time. And I think it it's just a little more organic, a little more natural.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then, so a lot of these, or not a lot, but a few of these are, are they like first round tracks and that just kind of made it on? Or do you kind of like compose them and then kind of revisit them? There's like? definitely
0: editing that mm-hmm. goes on, you know, from like the improvised sessions, how we we would set it up, Chris would record everything independently. So, you know, like my synths are on a track, my vocals are on a track. So we can we can have that editing power to like be like, okay, these four measures were pretty rough. Let's just... <laughs> I'll yeah. erase those out of there and replace it with these other four measures that are a lot better mm-hmm. um but yeah it, depending on the song, the editing amount varies gotcha yeah some of them are like very composed mm-hmm. like the next track you'll hear is a very composed song mm-hmm.
1: and how has um like this album varied from the previous ones that you've um put out
0: uh, mostly the collaboration aspect, and because of that, it does have a little bit of a different feel. It's a little more um like housey, like the beats because yeah. Chris Lee is like on his drum machine doing the beats. They're a little, they're more present than my others, my other music.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's definitely uh dive into uh, another one of the tracks that uh, you recommended for us to play. I believe this is uh, not too good right yeah do you want to that's the one that's the all right, you let's, can't hear the thumbs up <laughs> i know like a little narrator there in the background like thumbs up yeah. <laughs> uh do you want to set this song up for us like explain a little um, bit um this
0: one is. was recorded a little over a year ago at Collins studio
1: all right <laughs> uh yeah yeah all right uh this is alex and we're talking with maureen of blood hype this is not too good on radio one chicago 719 here on radio One chicago i'm alex and talking with maureen of blood hype that was not too good off latest release uh High from las vegas recorded and uh released in june <laughs> uh so how has um or do you plan to like learn any other instruments i know you kind of like uh listed out a whole list of them
0: (laughs) um i am really interested in learning like editing and like the software programs now so it's like teaching myself ableton Mm -hmm. um and then i have tentative plans i actually like to start formally composing and like getting it on sheet music like i'd like to do a whole piano thing that way um so maybe not like instruments per se, but new synths. You know, drum machines. Those are always fun to learn. Mm-hmm.
1: And how much gear do you have, like to to put on, like with all like all these sounds? I mean, are these like big like synths that you're it's, working with? It's
0: or? Uh, really not a lot. Like Chris has his Electribe drum machine, which is like fits in a child's backpack. Oh, which he okay. carries around. Yeah, <laughs> and then I have um, just like a four hundred four sampler a vocal processor pedal, and a Yamaha Music Station, which is like a 49 keyboard. Like, it's, you know, it's like, yeah, that. it's a little synth. Mm-hmm. And then Colin has like a laptop, the Push, which is like Ableton's like um, drum pad. Okay. Yeah. Or pad. hmm. And a bass guitar. So it's like less than you would think. It's less annoying than having to load out a drum set.
1: Yeah. It definitely sounds like you kind of carry everything like, on your back. Yeah. It's
0: like that was trouble. sort of one of our th- things. It's like, you know, we like wanted to be pretty mobile.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I feel like especially with like in a DIY space, you know, you're kind of, I mean, obviously you're doing everything yourself, but um, kind of having that accessibility to kind of just be mobile and be able to, you know, take your gear and just kind of like set up quickly and, you know, have it yeah. go kind of thing.
0: For sure,
1: yeah. Uh, so I know we were talking a little bit during the break about how um, like you don't always, you don't really play live necessarily. But um, tell us about some past shows that you have played.
0: Uh, last week we just did our tape release show at the Observatory, um, which was really fun. My little brother was here visiting me, oh, so fun. that was really great. Yeah. Um, and then I'm trying to think. Yeah, mostly it's just, like, DIY venues that we've played. I think we played a show a couple months before that. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, like you said, we're not, it's, Blood Hype really isn't about playing live, which is sort of counterintuitive <laughs> to, <laughs> you know, trying to uh, put your music out there. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's like a recording passion project for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like a it's a little bit
1: like you mentioned like at the at the start of the the interview like at the top of the hour how it's kind of like what you you know do when you come home and want to release kind of like all of that, you know. Right. Like either build up or like energy uh, or like emotion things like that.
0: Exactly. Um Exactly.
1: So do you think like playing live kind of takes away from that in a sense? No,
0: I think playing live is a really cathartic experience and also really great release for emotions and i enjoy playing live um mostly it's our schedule conflicts we're mm-hmm. all super busy i'm in the restaurant industry uh colin's always like working on shoots chris has his own shows and his own bands so um you know just scheduling is we, you know we could have played a show at the end of the month but we already people already had other commitments so that's like pretty common you yeah know?
1: yeah and then um i'm sure like to book you is probably like an advance <laughs> three months kind of thing like to
0: plan work around
1: like work schedules and things. yeah like that.
0: yeah if i have to take a night off work it's like yeah. pretty uh i gotta i gotta plan it <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah for sure um so when people listen to to this album like what do you want them to to take away from it or like learn about like you guys with it
0: i think they should just sit down and put, honestly i think on headphones it it translates the best because there's a lot of, like, panning and, like, spatial things that happen. Gotcha. And I think it's, like, it can just really transport you to another place. It's not, you know, the lyrics aren't about, they're not super specific, not super focused, but it's more about conveying an atmosphere and a mood.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice, yeah. Um, So tell us where we can... Find you, listen to the music, um, and just like, you know, keep tabs for any future shows that may come up right. <laughs> once schedule um, kind of settled. There's,
0: Blood Hype has a Facebook page, a small one, albeit, um, but we're on Spotify, uh, iTunes, all the streaming, the major streaming platforms, um, and then Bandcamp, you can find us uh, across the pond on Fox Food Records. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the UK label that I work with who releases my stuff over there.
1: Very, very cool. All right. And then it's blood hype, just one word, right? Yes. Okay, very cool. Awesome. Well, Maureen, thank you so much for, for coming for in. Thanks for me. Yeah, and for, and for bringing us uh, a cassette to share. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I always love it. Hopefully always. somebody can dig out a, a tape player.
1: I know. I'm going to have to, like you said, I'm going to have to find one. I'll just go to the thrift store right yeah just, that's your that's your best bet yeah and then just hope it works <laughs> <laughs> we'll give it a shot well i'll let you know how it goes <laughs> okay <laughs> cool well that that'll do it for this half hour gabe coming up at seven thirty, talking with trapezoid uh, but yeah stick around we have more right here on radio one chicago this radio one chicago podcast was produced by weekend gabe tony alex and hex